Since the Sandbox fans, we're back and we're here with another episode of the Positional Ranking Series, our top 10 for the defensive line position. So this is this is a crazy ranking because right, you're considering outside linebackers and pass rushes, defensive ends, defensive tackles, nose tackles. There's a lot of different parameters that you really want to, you know, observe here when you're putting together this list. Joined again by the one, the only, Tuan Simone, repping his born and raised in Easty. You guys can get yours now on sensesandbox.net. But we're here to dive in with the rankings. You guys have to show some love and some recognition to Big Q, Quinn Williams out of the New York Jets. Guys, he just missed my list. If I had an 11 spot, he would be the guy. He had an absolutely impactful year, and there's not a lot of bright spots for the New York Jets, but that defensive side of the ball is filled with them from 2022 on. Robert Sala really putting together a band of brothers in that defensive union. is going to make some noise in the AFC East. Here at 10, starting off the list, Hassan Reddick. So this is a guy that was also deemed, you know, in that outside linebacker position. But when you look at his stats and how it aligns, you know, with, with the rest of, of guys in both the linebacker and defensive line category, this dude's a pass rusher. Like, let's yep. not let's not 100%. get that mistaken. And that's why, you know, even with, you know, Hassan Reddick having 49 to- total tackles, you have to look at, at the other stats that, that make him, you know, a tremendous player this year. And, 16 sacks and 11 tackles for loss, unheard of numbers, especially, you know, when he was in Arizona, you know, a guy that was standing up and, and dropping back in coverage, right? Oh, yeah. You know, he still does a little bit of that. That's why you hear, you know, the 49 total tackles, but three passes deflected, five forced fumbles, and three fumble recoveries. Absolutely impactful and just showing, you know, that career growth. So you always want to see those guys, you know, take steps and. You know, this is a guy that was part of, you know, T.J. Edwards on the Eagles defense. Big play slay in James Bradbury. C.J. Gardner-Johnson, who you guys heard in my safeties positional ranking. So this is a unit that, you know, is a contender. We'll see what happens with the Philly yep. Eagles. At nine, peace, love, and respect to the future Hall of Famer, J.J. Watt. I have J.J. Watt here at number nine. He had 39 total tackles, 12 and a half sacks, and 18 tackles for loss. So absolutely still killing the game no matter how old he is, no matter if his hot stopped a couple weeks ago or not. Like, this dude is still checking off boxes. Played at every single stadium in the NFL. I mean, caught touchdowns, was an MVP candidate, defensive player of the year. Like, you're talking about one of the most prolific careers that we have seen, you know, within 20 years of, of football. J.J. Watt also having seven pass deflections, a forced fumble, and a fumble recovery. Even at 34 years old and his body legit pieced together, you're talking about one of the most impactful plays in the entire NFL. Great dude. Great dude. <laughs> and at eight, one of the young guys I was hoping that the Carolina Panthers sold to the New York Giants this year. If this dude was on, you know, a premier team with a big market, this dude would have been, you know, a higher player for defensive player of the year candidate. Brian Burns, man, 63 total tackles, 12 and a half sacks, 17 tackles for loss, three pass deflections, and a forced fumble. Brian Burns is arguably, you know, a top five outside linebacker defensive end when, when you just come down to those specific positions. But his career is only going to continue to grow, and Brian Burns is a very, very bright spot for the Carolina Panthers. At seven... Tuan, you might think that this is a little bit low. This guy started off the year extremely hard and even through the end of the season was still considered a defensive player of the year candidate. 
let's not get that mistaken. Matthew Judon deserves to be recognized for his play this year, and you could have definitely put it on the linebacker right. side. I view him as more of a pass rusher, and I think that's his strength, so that's why I have him on the defensive line position. But 60 total tackles, 15 and a half sacks, 14 tackles for loss. Like Those are crazy numbers. Three pass deflections, two forced fumbles, and a fumble recovery. The heart and soul for the New England Patriots defense, who might have had you know thoughts or expectations of struggling this year with no J.C. Jackson, yep. an older McCordy brother, and absolutely you know just transitioning from you know a contender to a, a young team looking to develop. And yep. Matt Judon's the heart and soul of that unit, plain and simple. At six, finishing the bottom half of my rankings. Let's show some love for Big Dex, man. Dexter Lawrence out of the Giants out of New York. I mean, this was a controversial pick a couple years ago when the Giants selected him in the first round out of Clemson. And, you know, it was him. It was Christian Wilkins who were big, you know, nose tackles, defensive tackles that, you know, when you compare them to the Alabama guys, you just weren't sure that that the talent really translated as such. And it absolutely did. You're talking about the best defensive tackle in the NFL this year. And, I mean, you can obviously argue, you know, a guy like Chris Jones, who's going to be on this list. But this is a guy that came out of nowhere. Dexter Lawrence wasn't supposed to be recognized as such. And, you know, when you're looking at his stats, 68 total tackles for a guy that predominantly only plays two downs in a series, right? You're talking about seven and a half sacks, seven tackles for loss, three pass deflections, and two forced fumbles, but his impact goes well beyond stats. Like, this dude was one of the best run stuffers in the league, was causing pressure where, you know, quarterbacks hate it the most, right? Right in front of them, and Dexter Lawrence deserved to be on this list. Might not be a name that gets recognized as such throughout the NFL, but on my top 10 defensive linemen, we're going to show love to the New York football giants. Oh, that name will be known soon enough. That's it'll, right. It'll be known in about two hours. Two hours. An hour, two that. hours. Yeah. <laughs> a couple hours before you will the Giants see. kick off. Absolutely. Guys, that, that's, my, that's my bottom five for my top ten. I'm going to let you know right now. I'm going to call an audible. There's one name on here that I'm just looking at, and I, I really don't want it in there anymore. And I want to give respect to J.J. Watt. Okay. I'm with you. Quentin Williams would have been my 11. But, uh... I mean, J.J. Watt's retiring, and the fact that he's, you know, this old, and he played this good this year on a defense that could knock it off the field. Yeah, you're right. J.J. Watt, much respect. You're in there at 10. Screw the other guy I had. <laughs> I'm not even gonna, I don't even want to say it. I don't even want to say it. Because, again, I'm the, if you go back to the linebacker episodes, just let I spite the Rams. I put someone in there, and now I'm going to stick with it. I'm spiting the Rams nice. again. We're going to leave Aaron Donald. Get out of here, man. <laughs> yeah. you got to play more. You called me yeah. up for that earlier. He's got to play more. Get out of here, man. Look, yeah, no, no Aaron Donald on the rankings this year, and, and no TJ Watt on the rankings this year for me. And you, look, you're talking about two of the best athletes in the NFL, two of uh-huh. the best at their respective position. But when you're making a list for, for the best of the year, availability and dependability is is just as high as all those stat categories. And that's why those two were just off my rankings. But you're talking about two guys that are very few that could be voted as Defensive Player of the Year, MVP, Comeback Player of the Year, next year candidates. Yep. So interested to see you know what, what the future has for Aaron Donald and TJ Watt. I agree. Number nine. It's kind of a split here. These two guys did a lot of the similar things, and they did them really well. I'm going to give the edge to Trey Hendrickson. Okay. But Sam Hubbard's also up there. I mean, they played really, really well this year. 
Two bright spots for the Bengals. Really, really bright spots for the Bengals. And if you ask me, I did not think Sam Hubbard was going to be good, and uh, I was proved wrong. Uh, he He's played great this year, but Trey Hendrickson has played, in my opinion, a little bit better. And he's been there longer. He's more of the anchor, in my opinion. But, again, you can kind of flip either way. Like, they, the guys get to the quarterbacks, but they can also stop the run, too. They're not yeah. bad at that. So, uh, they got them in there at nine. Number eight, Carolina Panthers. It's not Brian Burns. Oh, really? I got to give love to some of the interior defensive linemen, man. Nobody ever Brown? talks about him. It's Derek Brown. Hey, okay. It is Derek Brown. Okay, Derek Brown. That. I mean, he doesn't have the sexy, flashy stats. The stats don't always tell the story. Uncle Tony knows us. Your eyes do. <laughs> That's why I don't love Marlon Humphrey. It's more just busting your balls. He's I love you. On you <laughs> it's more just busting your balls. But Derek Brown at eight, I mean, he had such a good year. And again, like you watch him play and he's a menace. If you look at the stat line, you're going to say, oh, he didn't do anything. But if you watch him play, dude, he is a problem. At number seven, this guy gets slept on every year. I'm sick of it. I'm sure he's sick of it. Cam Hayward. Oh, man. Cam Hayward is a beast, and it might be a little low. Yeah, it, it, Cam Cam Hayward is someone that got snubbed on my list. Absolutely deserves to be on here, but it just when, when you play for for a team like the Steelers, exactly. You know, a lot of your stats don't complement you as much. Like you're talking no. about one of the most available players that's been around for the past decade. A great leader impacts the pass game, the run game, and probably you know that's relied upon the most in Pittsburgh. You know, hundred percent, hundred percent. He's he is the anchor to that deep. I mean, TJ Watt is TJ Watt. He's going to get to the passer. He is probably the best player, but as far as like someone that will just be there and he will do what he has to do and excel at it, Cam Hayward is your guy. He is just an animal, and every year he gets slept on. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. And that was seven, which brings me to six. Give me some of that, bro. Dexter Lawrence at six. Big Dex, Let's baby. go. Big Dex, Let's go. Baby. Like I said, hour and a half, two hours, you'll know his name. You're going to know his name when he eats mid-Kirk Cousins alive. Let's go, G-Man. That's all I have to say. Dexter Lawrence at six, watching two hours. Uh, he always celebrates with the belly roll. I love that. A little bit of the... Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Tom, nice. That's going to look real good when the Giants win and we're making a rail on Monday. Dancing with big There we go. There Dancing we go. Can we get that? Can we get like a, can we get a pose after the Giants win? You get yep. one of those decks? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, the Giants win. You'll see me screaming. You'll see me jumping. You'll see me dancing. Some rare footage. Some real rare footage. Before we get to the top five, guys, make sure you go to Apple, Spotify, or sensesandbox.net to leave a five-star review, giving you guys the best predictions, playoff previews, the funniest football content. And this isn't just September through December. This is January to January. This is all year round. Make sure to stay tuned with Since the Sandbox has coming for you guys in the NFL offseason. At five, could be a little bit low. But I think his all-pro snub is a little bit bigger than than my positioning here at five. And that's Micah Parsons, arguably, you know, one of the biggest playmakers in the NFL. And really only one of the players that I respect on the Cowboys besides C.D. Lamb and Tony Pollard. Cause, you damn right! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Micah Parsons here at five. I have him here with 65 total tackles, 13 and a half sacks, 13 tackles for loss, three pass deflections, three forced fumbles. Three fumble recoveries. I mean, you're really talking about, you know, some of the most impressive stats from that hybrid linebacker defensive line position. And 
The reason why I consider him more on here is because, you know, I do see him a little bit more with the hands in the ground or, you know, just standing up, but you know he's rushing after the passer. Not really a guy that drops into coverage. He can because of how agile and athletic he is. And honestly, when he was drafted from Penn State, I viewed him more as like a middle linebacker type of guy. We did. We talked about yeah, that. Yeah, we did. Because we did. I projected him to go to the path. That would have been a great fit for oh the path, honestly. Oh, my God. <laughs> him and Jude, forget about it. But Micah Poston's here at five. Probably a name that you'll hear in this list for the next 10 years. At four, right above him, really slept on year because, you know, they had a big acquisition for another pass rusher in the offseason. And Josh McDaniels was the coach, so you expect them to fail just just a little bit. Maybe that's just me not being a Pats fan. Sorry, Tuan, but <laughs> Max Crosby here. Max Crosby at four, absolutely can argue to, to be at number one on this list. I don't, I don't Nick Bosch is my one. Max Crosby can be argued to be better than Nick Bosa with his stats. I mean, 89 total tackles, 12 and a half sacks, and the most tackles for loss in the entire NFL. 22 tackles for loss. That's a crazy amount. And getting held every Just play. single play. Every, <laughs> every play. play. Seriously. Four pass deflections, two forced fumbles, and a fumble recovery. Max Crosby is arguably the best pass rusher and run stopper in the NFL. And he's just getting started. Max Crosby here at four. At three. Just heard about him in the headlines a little bit. Wants to make sure that his name isn't being tarnished. And I respect. I respect it. Miles Garrett here at three. I mean, I, I hope that that Miles Garrett, you know, is always a name that, that's going to be around, you know, the most sacks in the NFL. With his playmaking ability and just natural God-given ability of, of him being abnormally huge right like a freak of nature <laughs> absolutely but 60 total tackles 16 sacks 18 tackles for loss four pass deflections and two forced fumbles crazy numbers consistent numbers for miles garrett and next year you know the cleveland Browns really could be a team that we're talking about you know with more respect you know another year for deshaun watson amari cooper more controls into that offense and what it's going to be like without jacoby Brissett. so high expectations for miles garrett going forward two and one i'm sure you guys can guess at two i have chris jones you know who had you know a, a premier season for the interior defensive lineman but 44 total tackles 15 and a half sacks 17 tackles for loss Four pass deflections, two forced fumbles, and a fumble recovery. Chris Jones, like we talked about with Nick Bolton, is an absolute anchor for the Kansas City defense. And they can't, you know, be considered a top contender for just having an offense. This team is just as good defensively, and he's a large reason why. And now one, guys, I need some love and respect for this because back in July and August... This, yeah, <laughs> back in July and August. This, this is what I'm trying to tell you guys. You guys got to listen all year round to Sense of Sandbox because these predictions, they're not hot. They're accurate. It is what it is. Nick Bosa coming in as the NFL sack leader, the future defensive player of the year, 51 total tackles, 18 and a half sacks, 19 tackles for loss, a pass deflection, two forced fumbles, and a healthy season. Nick Bosa is absolutely one of the most explosive defensive playmakers in the league and he has surpassed Joey Bosa, his brother, as a better oh, yeah. pass rusher. And Nick Bosa's bringing the heat for the 49ers who are a sleeper in the NFC East. 
It's one of the very few times you'll see Little Brother is better than Big Brother, I promise. Yeah. Oh, I, we I, can double I promise down you that. that. <laughs> I promise you that. <laughs> no slouch to, to nick him. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I, you, I guess that's why Mike's always wearing the the NFL trivia. That's what it is. Brother. That's what it is. Mike, we got you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ben, man. I mean, you're just in the crossfire. Yeah. <laughs> no apologies to Anthony, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> Ant, I love you so much, but I will never stop giving you shit about the Ravens, man. I will never. <laughs> I will never. <laughs> All right, I'll just. I'm going to kick it off with five uh, right now. Yeah. DeForest Buckner. Okay, respect. He's such a good player, and he had a good year. He was just on a really shitty Colts team. I'm sorry, Lou, but that team, <laughs> they uh, they got to be better. Uh, we expected them all to be better. They weren't, but DeForest Buckner was not a problem. Lou's back. Team. Lou made an appearance he is, today. Dude, he's back. <laughs> Let's get him in here. Where do we have yeah, him? Take this all thing. right. Where do we have him? Number five. On the D-line? Defensive line. Defensive yeah. line. That's good. That's good? Yeah, that's a good spot. He doesn't rush the passer like everyone else. What, is, what did he have, like eight sacks this year? No, I think he had like 12. Was yeah, it like 12? It he did, he did get up there, yeah. which... What 12? I mean, they're on the field all the time. Yeah, but. that's that's fun. That's fun. <laughs> um, no, 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 you're right. I think it's five. Uh, again... I, they, like I had, I heard Ballard speak, and they were like, you know, you could have drafted a QB. He was like, well, we used that on DeForest. He was like, I don't yeah. think that was a bad. No, bad bad no absolutely no, not. No, no. Absolutely not. So, you know, five's a good spot. Steve, did he make the list? He didn't make my list, Lil. I don't blame I'm you. I'm sorry. I don't. <laughs> no, no, no. I think D-line's probably, like, the deepest position. Oh Dude, it's hard. It is. It's, it's hard, man. There's so many people on here. We were talking about it. We were talking about a couple guys that just got left off the list, not because they're not good enough, but because they were guys that I thought are a little bit better. But yeah, they're filthy. They're yeah. So, it's filth so deep. Line. Absolutely. Like, dude, the Colts, Grover Stewart was like the best against the run this season. Like, But you yep. won't mention him on any list, but like, again, a good dude. And outside right now, uh, the Bills are just blowing this. I know. We're, we're missing this right now. 20 to 17, Twan. Kev, where's the cup of tears, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's in shambles. Is he, he in shambles? shambles? <laughs> <laughs> Since the sandbox fans, we just want to let you guys know that that Lou is I'm alive. We're back. Well. I'm here. Lou is he's ready to roll. He's in spirit. <laughs> We're celebrating Christmas and New Year's, getting Lou back. And yep. Lou, anything to say say to the fans? We, we they were a little worried. They were asking about you. Ooh. So I'm still in shape. I still look good. <laughs> and uh, if CJ Stroud doesn't enter the draft, you will see me on the Tobin live. <laughs> <laughs> skydive. And then off. Off the Tobin live. <laughs> <laughs> he will be down there on a boat. Yeah. Waiting for Lou to come back. Lou, we're saving you, baby. Oh, please, dude. Oh, shit. And then, like, God the bless. BK Whopper song comes on after you yeah. jump, too. Yeah. <laughs> Splat. Yeah. Oh. But, guys, Lou, Lou's always around for the playoffs, and, and I'm sure Lou will come back for the draft coverage, because that's, oh, yeah. that's out there. We'll be back for the draft. We'll be yes. back for the draft, because... Uh, Steve's team doesn't need it as much. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm invested this year. You know? invested. <laughs> it, it matters. Me. Just find a way to get Stroud and then find a way the next year to get Harrison, whatever yeah. you got to do. I'd sell Seriously. my kids for both. <laughs> <laughs> I'd sell my children for both. Oh, my God. We'll be right out. We'll be, go Dolphins, actually. There you go. Go Dolphins, he said. <laughs> oh, that's Lou's funny, back, man. guys. He's back. <laughs> now we're on four. Back on track. Chris Jones. Okay. Animal. That's Absolute low, animal. Man. It is a little bit low. But it I'm is a little, little bit low. low. I like the guys above him. You will. All right. You will. All right. Because number three is a guy that we just called a freaking nature and Miles Garrett. Okay. Absolutely. Chris Jones might. You know, y- you really can flip Chris Jones with Miles Garrett. Yeah. I went with Miles Garrett because I think, and here's my hot take right now, and again, it's not this year. Next year, the Browns are going to win the division. Oh, a little bit of spice. <laughs> Dude, I just think they are. Like, I, I mean, Deshaun doesn't look good right now. 
you're going to need the full off season to be able to get all that together. Yeah. Are they gelling the, a little bit more towards the end of the year? They're not there yet. They have a full off season. I think they'll be there. People forget about how good Deshaun was as terrible of what he did. As terrible as what he did. Yeah. He's was a phenomenal football player. He was a top quarterback. The fact that he's playing it's questionable, but if he is, he is going to be a premier quarterback. So it is what it is. Now, how does that tie into Miles Garrett? I don't know. Maybe he'll be on the field less. <laughs> I'm going Miles Garrett at three, and I still don't know how Mason Rudolph is with us today. Um, <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Too soon <laughs> and number two, we flipped with Chris Jones. I got Max Crosby at two. Okay, look. I talked about him potentially right? being at one, so Animal. I'm cool with it. Dude, he's so good. Like the, He's got the stats, and when you watch him play, he's impactful, and he gets penalized every play arguably the best motor in the entire insane yeah. the guy doesn't stop no nah, you don't I feel like he can play every play absolutely insane absolutely and number one let me give respect to the king over here <laughs> you said it you said deep boy at the beginning of the year nick bosa he better be no nah, yeah if, if he, he better be the only person and it's not going to go to him because he's a rookie and he's going to win defensive rookie of the year yep. but but i i'm going to let you know early Sauce, I'm, I'm starting to do my cornerback rankings. This dude had 20 pass deflections. Absolutely insane. Like, insane. unheard of number. Insane. Which is why he gets more respect than Marlon Humphrey. I'm sorry, Anthony. <laughs> I, think, I think Uncle Tony can agree with us. By the way, Uncle Tony, on my way over here, I listened to Roses again because it's on my playlist every day. It might be a top five song all time. Uncle Tony has a studio session. I'm always cooking up a little something new for Sansa Sandbox, so... I don't know. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yep, yep, All right. I'm yep. ready for that drop. I'm ready for that drop. Hype me up. Hype me up. But yeah, oh, dude, I mean, I think I think if you ask Ant, I think he'd tell you sauce is better than Marlon, too. I hope too. so. I hope so. Since the Sandbox fans, this was our spicy defensive line rankings. Now, you heard the safeties. You heard the linebackers. This is the defensive line. And I know we're out of order, but the cornerbacks, we had to save for last. So you guys will get the cornerbacks real soon. Make sure you guys are enjoying playoff football, divisional weekends coming up, championship weekends coming up, and you're only going to get the best from Sense of Sandbox. Go to senseofsandbox.net and make sure you guys are following us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. But as always, Twan, peace out. In five stars. Shout out the Pointer Brothers, man. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go.